So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Written Entertainment Podcast, episode 241. For April 12th, 2020. My name is Nathan Reen Spruth, and joining me this week we have Andrew Rowan McFain. It's Andrew Rowan McFain here. Yeah, and we'll get into where we can find you and what games uh, you played this week right after a message from our sponsor, Raid Shit. No, no, sorry. I can't did do it. Did you already it. make that joke once? I, I probably did, but it's it's coming up again. I'm just like so many YouTube videos I watch where I'm like, I like this person. And they're like, Raid Shadow Legends. I'm like, I don't like them anymore. I... <laughs> Raid Shadow Legends gave them $5,000 to spout all that bullshit for a minimum of two minutes while reciting eight out of 12 uh, pre-written lines. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I can't fault them, right? Like, I I, I think I've I've been watching... So I, I watch people that do the Raid Shadow Legends uh, promo at the beginning, and they've changed it. They, they, everyone used to be exactly the same. Like, just copy and paste it. Like, you have to say this. But, like, they're, they're letting them have a little bit more free reign on, like, the, the writing of the, the promo. But, I yeah. Like I think that uh, Internet Historian helped a lot with that. Probably. Uh, but did you watch Internet Historian? I did. I watched that where the, he like compared all of the, like a bunch of the the ads, um, and I know another person. They they said like they had a pretty small ish gaming channel and they were offered four thousand dollars to do it. So those big the people with like a million subs, they're probably getting offered like ten thousand dollars to make a sh- two minute ad. I can't fault them for that. Yeah. Anyway, I would do the same thing. In fact, Raid Shadow Legends, if you want to sponsor this, give me a call. Um, anywho, where can we find you? You just go to the website, get the links. Good. They're and there. and uh, what games have you played this week? Uh, Animal Crossing. What good oh, games boy. have you played this week? Uh, Animal Crossing. I think you're lying again. I I can't but, I I can't do it. It's so stupid. Animal Crossing uh, is so stupid. So I will I will say the event uh, that happened this week. T- turnips. Well, there were two events. So there were two events this week. No turnips are not an event. That's a weekly thing. Oh okay. Um. The uh, the event the first event this week was the fishing tourney. Okay, and uh, that was fucking stupid. So in other Animal Crossing games, the fishing tourney is an actual tourney. In that, uh, like a tournament. That's short for tournament. I imagine. I believe so. Okay, I I believe that is. um, But uh, they they have you catch a fish, and they tell you how big the fish is and you have to try to catch the biggest fish in the other games. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yes, that that is what a fishing tournament is. Yes, go well, on. Well, you say that. You say that. But in this one, 
Uh, the goal is to catch as many fish as possible within three minutes. And then you just turn them in and you get an amount of points based on how many fish you turn in. And then you trade those points in at arbitrary thresholds to get stupid shit that you didn't want in the first place. You know, they they had an arbitrary system like that, um, not for fishing, but just for progressing and leveling up and stuff in uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. And I didn't realize that this was going on. It wasn't a tournament. It wasn't a timed thing. So, like... I'm nearing the end of the game and I go talk to Roshi and he's like, here are all of these points and stuff that you didn't get earlier. And I'm like, oh, so I have like 40 hours worth of points saved up. But <laughs> he's just like, here, take this, take this. So did you win the, the, the tournament? There, There is no winning. You just do that and you get stuff. But, but it, then why is it called a tournament? I don't know. Okay. Because a, t- um, t- a tournament, or tourney as they would call it, would imply that there's some sort of path to victory. Like I, get, I even I don't I don't hate the idea of catch as many fish as you can in X amount of time. If if there was a clear winner, like if you and I were, like, okay, who can catch the most fish in three minutes, and you caught more fish and were declared the winner. That would be, you know, a match. So why do they not have a winner if you're going to take part in a tournament? Because competition is scary. I don't know. Okay. And what it was the other was, event? So there, there's fishing so, event? Yeah, the, uh, the other event is Bunny Day. Because today's Easter. Well, yes, okay, that makes sense, yes. It is Easter Sunday, uh, Jesus rose from the dead or some shit. Um, well, with Bunny Day, mm-hmm. see, for the, for the last, uh, like, couple of weeks, there's uh, there's just been a bunch of fucking Easter eggs all over the place. Okay. You gotta, you gotta collect all the eggs and use them to craft furniture. And if you craft all the furniture with eggs, then with eggs, okay, then um, you get a recipe to craft a figurine of the bunny guy, okay, that is walking around. And Tom, that's it. Tom, that's, Tom Nook. That, that's no, no. There's a there's a rabbit called uh, called Zipper. And the joke is that he's a guy in a suit, but he's pretending that he's not a guy in a suit. See, for, I, I just wanted to think that that this guy is only allowed out right before Easter, and then Tom Nook hides him back in his basement. I mean, that is that is what happens. Yes. Um, did you play anything else other than other than Animal Crossing? Maybe World of Warcraft. Uh yeah, World of Warcraft. Yeah. Um. Well then, yeah. uh, we're gonna move on to me. You can find me, Nathan Reed Ruth. I'm reading everywhere. Reading on Twitter. Reading on Mixer. Reading on YouTube or Reading Entertainment. Um, 
on YouTube. Either one of those will work. You can go to readandentertainment.com. I post all my podcasts up there. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes, Google Play, all sorts of places. All you have to do is put in Reet and Podcast. You'll be able to find it. You can also find uh, Connor, uh, the Cyberpunk Monks, and I's podcast uh, with our friend Clinton at Clinton's Core Classics. Uh, You can find that on Spotify as well as all the other places listed. Games I played. I played... uh, I I, I, I didn't want to because I I wasn't uh, approved for unemployment yet. But they had, like, a really steep sale on that Sega and Mega Drive Classics or whatever it was. The, 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 the Steam game that it's, it has a, just a bunch of old Sega Genesis and Mega Drive and a couple Master System games. Have you, did you see that sale going on? I know that that is a thing because that's the one where you can, uh, you can just drop genesis roms into it and it just plays them it's it's not an actual like sega approved emulator oh it works that way if it's the thing i'm thinking of well this one it like it has like a game room and you go to the shelf and you pick the games off the shelf yeah i mean that that could be it i I I, okay um and it runs really well i really like it uh it has it has a bunch of games on it, like, uh, like the Shining Force games, which those are pretty expensive if you're if you're actually gonna buy them. You got Restar, you got you know the Sonic games, of course. Um, so I played some Comic Zone, which is one of my favorite Genesis games ever. If you ever, I assume you played Comic Zone. Uh, yeah, I finished it. I got the bad ending. Really. Uh, it, you let her drown to death? I don't know how to, I don't know how I'm supposed to beat the last boss. I'm really bad at the, at the game. Well, it, it is a very difficult game. I actually, I had to use the rewind feature a, a few times to be able to beat it. Um, what you do is you get the boss to the lower, lowest level and you, there's a switch on the right side. You flick the switch and it makes the rocket explode a little bit and hurt the boss and then he jumps up and you have to jump up and then jump back down and lure him down and then hit the switch again and just keep doing that and then after he dies you go up to where your girlfriend is and go to the left side and there's another switch to uh get rid of the rocket fuel and that will make it so that uh she doesn't drown to death and then you get the good ending I'm spoiling like a 30-year-old game. Sorry. Um, yeah, I guess it, well, well it's it'd be, almost 30 years old. It'd be like 25, something like that. 20, 20. Yeah. How old am I? That old. It's yeah. roughly that old. <laughs> yes, it's roughly that old. Uh, but it's a really good game. Love, love the art style. Um, I also played a little bit of Deus Ex, the original. Actually, I played through um, Deus Ex Revision, which is the original... But um, they have like better graphics, basically. It, they, That's what I was gonna ask if you were playing like straight up, downloaded it off GOG and hit play. No. Or if you, yeah. Well, and if you do that, you can run into some problems where you're like, that. This was one of the games 
back in the day where the speed of the game was based on your frame rate. So if you, it, you know, nowadays you run Rocket League at 200 frames a second, it just makes the game look nicer and just it's smoother. Uh, back in the day, they tied the frame rate and speed of the game together. So if your frame rate is at 4,500 frames a second, which it often can run with at on modern hardware, uh, it's it's kind of impossible to play because it's running at you know forty thousand times the speed that it's meant to run at or something. Anyway, so the the optimizations that they made with revision and just everything make it look better, makes it play a little bit better. I I don't like it. I don't like the game. I didn't have fun. Uh, that's that's fair. Like I like I get it. I get why Connor wants me to play wanted me to play through it. Like there there are a lot of things that kind of allude to what's actually happening now. Um but it's just not fun and the controls like it was made before um video game controls were made, I think. Because they like C spins you around in a circle. Cause I I press well, C to crouch. It just spins yeah. you around in a circle. That's every all it game, does. Every game should have a spin around in a circle button. <laughs> what do you use some kind of fucking plebeian? You yes. don't use the spin around in a circle button? Um you're right. I'm it's I'm I'm the problem. No like you, you open the key bindings and you look for spin around in a circle and you set that to W. That's oh. how you play that game. Oh, okay. So uh I can see I like if they did a uh, a remake of Deus Ex with like modern control and stuff, I would totally play it. Because I like modern um the, the modern Deus Ex games with uh Human Revolution and Mankind Divided. Those games were really good. Uh, and I'm sure that in the year 2000, when Deus Ex was released, it was really good. But I I can't play it. I just can't. I can't do it. But um, that's okay. I also downloaded a free-to-play MMORPG, because I hate myself. What the fuck? What? Why? Um, honestly, because I'm waiting for Fantasy Star Online 2, and I have a lot of free time right now. Oh yeah, um, but I downloaded Albion Online, and I played that. I, I saw you playing that, and I I was like, I remember that name, and I can't remember what the fuck it is. So it's a free to play MMO. I there to to get off the off the start. Yes, it has free to play uh, mechanics that I don't like, like premium memberships. Stuff like that. I just don't like them. I get that. I get that they need money, but I don't like that they have that. Um, they also have like if you are a premium member and you're doing gathering and stuff, um, you get more resources if you're a premium member. So uh, like if you collect three of something, you get an additional one of that thing. Not the worst system I've ever encountered. But it is something that happens. Uh, from what I have noticed, 
they don't lock you out of anything if you are a free member and not a premium member. So it's not like Star Wars The Old Republic, which their free-to-play is terrible. They don't let you get all the crafting. They don't let you have a sprint button. If you do not have a premium membership or pay money for the game at all, uh, with Albion Online, they, they don't have any of those mechanics, so I think that's that's fair. Um, and, and one other thing is that they give you three days of free premium membership when you uh, when you join the game and you go through the tutorial. So after you're done with the tutorial, they're like, here's three days of premium membership. So I log out and I log back in. Uh, a few hours later, and I guess I hit peak time because there was a queue. And I was number 200-something in the queue. And they're like, hey, by the way, if you're a premium member, then you can get pushed to the front of the queue. So you don't have to, you don't have to, you have to, don't have to deal with all these plebs. You can, you can just jump to this, the front of the line, like with that Disney handicap pass or something. And... They exclude the time that they give you for free for beating the tutorial. So if you are, so even if you have the premium membership from the tutorial, if you do not purchase the premium membership and you get thrown into a queue, you are still put behind everyone else. Uh, even though you technically have premium membership for three days. So I didn't like that. But the good things about the game, uh, it's it's an isometric action RPG. So it's like Diablo. And it is, it's okay. It's not the greatest. Like, I can see, I don't really like Diablo that much. But um, I, I think that Diablo probably has a better combat system than Albion Online. But there are some uh, really good things that I have enjoyed about it. They have like, individual dungeons you can go into where you can take one or two people instead of having to get a whole group and uh, get loot that way. That's pretty fun. Um, the crafting system's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. Uh, and again, they don't seem to limit you from doing anything or experiencing any of the game if you do not pay for the game. So it's not a, it's not a terrible game, and if you wanted to give it a shot, Anybody listening to this, listening to this, it is free to play on Steam. Um, and I liked it more than WoW. Uh, did I play anything? Huh? Uh, that's not a very high bar. So. It's not. It's not a very high bar. Uh, I also have played uh, some Jackbox Party Pack 2. Uh, I played that on stream. I was incorrect. For some reason, I thought 2 had Trivia Murder Party. Unfortunately, it did not. Uh, that's Jackbox Party Pack 3, which we'll be playing Friday night at 6 p.m. Pacific time at Mixer.com forward slash Reeton. Uh, if you show up, uh, you uh, you can play. You can play the game with me and my friends. It'll be fun, right? Fun? Fun? Jackbox is fun? Anyway, let's move on, and we're going to talk about some news stories. Uh, Discord. I have not been using this. I, I, 
they they are they're doing a beta to remove background noise. And I'm gonna I, think I'm I sorry. That, I thought that, that was already a thing. Uh no, apparently not. There's a noise what, reduction switch right here. Is there? Is that where? Right in, under voice and video. Uh is that in the settings? Yeah. Uh, user settings, voice and video, automatically determine input sensitivity. That's input yep. sensitivity. That's different. Scroll, scroll way down to voice processing. It's just above attenuation. Okay. Enable quality of service high, pri uh, one, high pack one priority. More. Automatic more. gain control, noise reduction. There you go. Noise echo cancellation. Echo cancellation. I think this yeah. might be something else. No noise reduction. That's the one. Uh, it says here. It, it says here. Discord. I'm just saying. This is the story I've got from Gizmodo. And was... oh no, I know, I know. They're, you... they're they're doing. They're probably doing something different. They probably because the noise the noise reduction that's in Discord right now. Uh, from my experiments. Yeah, uh, and by experiments, I mean figuring out why the hell Discord hates my world so much. Uh, it basically determines when there is background noise happening, and whenever there is background noise happening, it just turns your mic down. Oh, you know, uh, I, and, I and it determines background noise by just a repetitive sound. Oh, okay. So the reason I discovered this was for some reason, I don't know why, uh, I was making like, like a sound just like a... And doing that would cause my voice to cut out. That is... You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, they're, they're, they're doing something different. Um, it looks like they... It, yeah, it says a new noise suppression tool. Um... And it says here in Gizmodo, new noise suppression tool to help prevent background noise like uh, barking dogs or deafening clatter of a mechanical keyboard from drowning out people's voices. Um, it says that this person had a vacuum running in the background, slam a door, ruffle a bag of chips, uh, keep using your really loud keyboard your friends complain about. They won't be able to hear it. I think they're lying i don't know about that so uh i can say that i bet they're using a machine learning algorithm as the as the plebeians put it uh to identify particular types of common noise that is heard while on a discord call such as those examples and taking the uh the audio profile of those sounds looking for them in your audio feed and removing them i wonder if this will actually work the way they want it to i kind of expect it won't well that's why it's a beta but yeah, yeah I, I i doubt that it's going to be as nice as what they're portraying it to be yeah yeah so um They'll be doing that. Uh, I believe you can, if you get the beta of Discord right now, you can use it. I am not on the beta the schedule. Uh, I think Aroa probably isn't either. 
schedule? I don't know. I I, I don't know. Uh, I let's... think I, I feel like I hit a button that was like, yes, please give me betas. But I do that with everything. Yeah, I, I do that as well because I'm stupid. Uh, it's I, fun. I, I stopped doing it with uh, Windows, though. I like my things not breaking. Yeah. Yeah, when it, yeah, I learned to not do that with anything that I rely on, like to live. Yeah. Oh yeah. Stop do I doing wanna, that on? Do I want to doing that on my phone too? Do I want a beta on my car? Sure. <laughs> sure thing. Yeah, Tesla customers should uh, should have learned that whenever they couldn't get out of their own vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, let's let's turn over to Engadget and read about the Pixel 4. We've actually reported on this story was that when uh, the Pixel 4 first came out, it allowed you to use uh, the, the, the facial recognition unlocking with your eyes closed, which doesn't seem initially like a bad idea until you realize that somebody can grab your phone and put the phone up to your face while you're asleep and unlock your phone. The this iPod... This is really weird. What? Like, I'm pretty sure that... So I had a Nexus S, I yeah. think. Yeah. I think that was... If it wasn't the Nexus S, then it was the Galaxy Nexus that did the first like facial unlocking thing, mm -hmm. and it it just basically took a picture of your face and and matched it up. Right, uh, probably not the... as probably not as good as like the the iPhone or the the Pixel Four. No, no, I would it's, it's nothing nothing like those. But the thing is that even that had a feature where you could flip a switch, and it would require you to blink. Huh. Uh, apparently, they they did not include that in the Pixel Four <laughs> until Nobody recently. Thought about anything like this? Yeah. So uh, they did an update where they made it so that you cannot open your phone with your eyes closed because of the very reasons that we have mentioned previously. Uh, the iPhone, to be fair, I don't like iPhones, and you know how I feel about Apple in general, but. Their security measures were a lot better when the iPhone came out with the, uh, what was the iPhone 10 X? Was that the one with, with the facial it's, recognition? It's the iPhone 10. Okay. Or the iPhone X. It's, you're not supposed to call it the X, but it's yeah. iPhone 10. Had, iPhone 10. Okay. Had fa face ID, which I hate. I hate it. I don't like it. I don't want it anymore. Well, here's, here's give me, the... give me back touch ID, daddy. Yeah, exactly. Daddy Apple, give me back Touch ID. That's why I didn't get the Pixel 4. Uh, I, I wasn't even interested in the Pixel 4, was because they don't have that fingerprint scanner on the back anymore. Do you know how fucking annoying it has been to have to go out wearing a mask and try to unlock my fucking phone? <laughs> that is amazing. I didn't even <laughs> think about that. Yeah, so, like... They even advertised whenever they first introduced the iPhone 10. They were like, it'll even work if you're wearing a mask over your mouth or you're wearing glasses or whatever. And like, it, so I, it, um, it's obviously machine learning driven right, because right. like it, it uses the, 
it uses the machine learning dedicated processors on the iPhone to like do its shit. Mm -hmm. Um, so over time, it'll figure out that it's your face. If you scan yourself enough, uh, like, like, uh, I wear a CPAP machine to bed. Right. Right. And it took, it took almost a solid two weeks of me trying to unlock my phone with my CPAP mask on before it finally trained the algorithm enough to the point where it went, Oh, it's just you wearing wearing some kind of mask thing. Okay, I'll unlock. Yeah, because up until because because <laughs> up until what... then I had to type my my fucking like twenty character passcode to get into my phone every time I wanted to do that whenever I went to bed. Yeah, I was gonna say that you unlock it with your face. If it doesn't unlock, you slide it up and you put in the code, and then it after a while will figure out that it's your face. Yeah, yeah, and and I imagine the same thing will happen if i continue having to use my phone while wearing some kind of face mask but you know what was a lot easier than this was just having a fucking fingerprint sensor yeah i i don't see why they can't have both yeah like that would be the best that would be the absolute best because like there are some situations where face id is great when i'm using my phone in the shower obviously having water on the fingerprint sensor fucks everything up it can't read my finger well, or having but, water on your fingers. It, yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you, any anything involving water, trying to even unlock your phone in the rain can cause issues whenever you're doing Touch ID because you get any kind of moisture on that thing and it completely distorts the fingerprint. Right. Like, and but, but like if you're riding a motorcycle and like you just got off the motorcycle and you're still wearing your helmet. You have to take your helmet off to be able to unlock your phone. Like, or you're, I don't know, any kind of professional that wears a face mask. Like a, a construction worker or a paint person, you know, the ones that wear the breathy mask thingy. Yeah. Like, like there are so many situations where it would be much more useful to just have a fingerprint sensor. And I can't imagine that that thing really takes up that much space. I wouldn't in, imagine in that either, especially since they have under the glass fingerprint readers now. Yeah, that that are just because all it is is just a super high resolution, uh, touch screen. Yeah, thingy, whatever the hell, digitizer. That's it. So anyway, uh, the the story is that there's been a patch that updated the Pixel Four so that the Face ID works correctly um, and will not open up if your eyes are closed uh the update does do a couple other things um i guess there were some bluetooth problems that included dropped audio and a memory leak that prevented additional bluetooth low energy connections so yay good for pixel 4 uh come out with the pixel 4a or whatever they're gonna call it which ha i believe that one's gonna get rid of the face id uh and then just give you a fingerprint scanner again the 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 cheaper version of the Pixel Four is gonna have better features, in my opinion. But yeah, I'm I'm tempted. There there's supposedly gonna be a new iPhone SE that sadly will not be an iPhone Five form factor, which is what I want. That's what I was hoping. Will, but will be um, then iPhone Seven slash Eight. It's a good thing I'm not a, in charge. Touch screen, or touch it's, it's a good thing button. I'm not in charge of these companies because I would. 
I would do trolley things that would lose the company lots of money. I'd be like, Wait. all right. I'd be like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna release the iPhone SE or XE or whatever it is. And they're like, okay, what form factor are we gonna use? iPhone 3GS. Bruh. That's I would buy that in a heartbeat. <laughs> but nobody yeah, else No, would. for real? For real though? Like, you think about the design philosophy behind that phone though. Mm-hmm. Like your hand, your hand is not a box. No. Like it it it's curved on the back because it sits in your hand better. It's easier to hold. Or or I would be like, all right, we're gonna release a new tablet. Oh, we're gonna really release a new iPad? No. We're gonna release another one of the Apple Newtons. <laughs> Same form factor. Upgraded equipment. Actually that would be pretty sweet. But again, nobody would buy it. Do you think you think people would buy people would totally buy like a like an old uh iMac form factor? Probably. Like the like the... like if it was like a Mac Pro but shoved into a classic like iMac CRT for yeah, they yeah. actually had they had um it was way too expensive. But it was it looked like an old T television with like a twenty two inch monitor inside of it. And I was like, that looks pretty cool. So so I'm sure that if they did like the old IMAX that had like the, the see through back area, like that was in this the I, I think that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I don't know if it would sell very well. Um, but would. I know people would buy it. Absolutely. Like, that would be. That's but, actually a cool idea, hollowing out like an old TV and like shoving a computer inside of it. Like an entire computer? Oh, man, that's going to be your like, next project, it, isn't it? If if I could figure out some way of uh, finding a 4.3 uh, flat panel screen. Well, you can always, you could always get there. like... They did have widescreen CRT monitors. Hmm. They they do have that would work. they do have sixteen nine CRT monitors. Do that. Um but what I but if you do that, you need to find a way to to power to the power button on the front, you need to link to both the computer and the monitor. That, that so wouldn't you, be too hard. So yeah, I, I know. You press the one button and it turns both of them on. Yeah. There you go. You we you have your next project, I guess. I'm gonna be the next Ben Heck. The only the only thing I would want is if I were to do something like that, I would want one of those really old TVs, uh, where the power you actually pull out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you've seen those where you like pull it out. Uh, and then yeah hmm hmm but what would you use uh, the um well, like the uh the the channel switching stuff like how how would you link that up to the computer hmm. like what would that control like fan speed or something you could yeah you could have that be like a like an rgb switch or something like that that would like change the colors maybe that'd be cool one would be one... really cool. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to move on. We've kind of derailed. Uh, the coronavirus. 
Oh, wait, we're not supposed to do mention that or we won't oh, get ads. Oh, shit, we've been demonetized. Oh, no, it's we've, we're never getting money off this. I'm, I, I'm just, like, I, I, I know what's going to happen. I'm never going to get money out of this. I'm just going to pay, like, 30 bucks a month for the website and my podcasts and never make a dime. Um, but the coronavirus hit. And lots of stuff is getting canceled. As I've mentioned previously, I can't go to Canada, um, which I was going to do next month. Um, a lot of other things like events have been canceled. Portland Retro Gaming Expo is canceled this year, which is sad. Uh, but game delays haven't really happened. Uh, a lot of games aren't getting delayed. Uh, there was one game delay. I can't remember exactly who it was. But they delayed a game by one week just because of the uh, the the way that they're having to deal with working at home. Uh, it took a little bit more time to figure that out than they thought it would, so they're getting a, a week delay. New World, which is Amazon's upcoming MMO, that has been delayed by quite a bit, I think. So it says here from PC Gamer, the upcoming... Upcoming fantasy MMO, New World, will not make its planned release date in May. Amazon Game Studios announced today that because of the coronavirus outbreak, it has decided to push it back to the 25th of August. So, it got delayed by quite a bit. Um, Have you seen anything from New World? Not at all. Yeah, see, a lot of people are really excited about it. But I haven't really seen much in the form of gameplay or anything. I think I remember an announcement trailer. I remember, an, I remember an announcement trailer, but I don't think I've seen anything. People are just really hyped for Amazon to make a game, I guess. So hopefully it's good. But uh, it's been delayed by a couple months. Uh, you know, with all of this shit going down, I'm I'm not surprised that games are getting delayed. But, like, a couple games released this week. Um, one game, uh, Final Fantasy Final Fantasy VII Remake, I think that's the one. Little game that came out by a small indie indie developer or something. Yeah, a lot of people don't like it. Really? I've heard, I've yeah. heard bad things. Um, I heard that the combat is too... I, I've heard that the combat is too hard and the combat is too easy. Uh, I've heard that the story... The added bits of story were pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, I haven't been spoiled on it, but they added in quite a bit of additional story content that a lot of fans of the original are not fans of this because the, uh, it's bad. The gist of it, the gist of it that I've seen um, has been. Uh, this is this is just what happens whenever you stretch roughly six hours of gameplay out to like twenty five hours. Yeah, that's my that's my question: is why do it episodically? Like, I get it. The game's pretty. It probably took a long time to make this because you kept running into roadblocks. But I would rather have a. 25 30 hour game that had 
you know, just hit the same beats that the original hit. And if you want to do like extra content, do DLC that I'll never buy. I don't know. <laughs> because do DLC for a remake of a game that came out 20 years. years ago. Not 25 years ago. 20... 25 years ago. 24 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was 24 years ago. Um, yeah, so uh, Amazon delayed their game. Square Enix did not delay their game, which apparently they should have. Uh, and there's one more thing that has been canceled, Aroa. One more thing that we were hopeful for. We here at Reet Entertainment were very, very excited. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna make, I was gonna make Aroa do the the news articles on it. Uh, I, uh, I was all prepped out for, for fantasy and everything. Yeah, and um, XFL has, XFL's done again. It's dead again. <laughs> it didn't even get to start. <laughs> yes it did it had like three games oh it did i yeah, didn't even it... think that they played a single game yeah they had some games uh right before all this shit happened uh but this is from espn this is the first and only time we will be using espn as a source on the Rate and entertainment <laughs> podcast i love that they even added like a little tab for it and everything like espn was totally thinking that this was going to turn out to be a thing yeah and... The X, the XFL has suspended operations Friday morning, and multiple sources uh, told ESPN that the league has laid off nearly all of its staff. A handful of executives remain employed, and currently, no plans to return in 2021. The XFL is owned by CEO slash President Vice McMahon, Vice Vince McMahon. I know that name, and Alpha <laughs> Entertainment. I looked up Alpha Entertainment. I was like, oh, is that like a a guy, a thing he partnered with? No. Vince McMahon started Alpha Entertainment and it's using that as his arm for for the XFL. So, like, it, it says it's owned by Vince McMahon and Alpha Entertainment. It's just Vince McMahon. Just Vince McMahon owns it. And um, it's the same thing with WWE. You know, they have a conglomerate too, right? I don't know anything about... I don't even know how much of the drama that goes on within the WWE that's like, that's like, er, the company, like, I don't know how much that's related to actual things. So I never uh, understand any of that. Yeah. So WWE is owned by, uh, as a board, but basically Vince McMahon's the CEO. He pretty much runs everything. Um, but they have a conglomerate, which is Titan. So it's the, the same thing. Basically, it's that he just created a, an arm for XFL. Anyway, in a statement, uh, the WWE said, given the uncertainty of the current environment, the XFL has suspended operations and is evaluating next steps. Uh, the XFL canceled season last month after five games as a part of a uh, So it did have five games as part of a nationwide shutdown due to the coronavirus pandemic, pledging to return next year. Uh, but there is a CE COO, Jeffrey Pollock, changed course Friday, conducting a 10-minute conference to inform employees of the news. I like the 10-minute conference of, hey, everyone, you're fired. 
You're laid off. I'm sorry. Uh, there's a commissioner, Oliver Luck, hired in 2018 to guide the most ambitious spring football league in decades, did not speak on the call. It was not immediately clear if he is still with the league. Um, it says, according to a prominent former XFL staffer who was on the call, Pollock stopped short of saying the league was going out of business, but the strong implication was clear. It's done, the staffer said. It's not coming back. Wow, that's really not stopping short of saying it's out of business. That is just, <laughs> it's not coming back. It's, it's dead. We shot it in the head and buried it out back. Uh, but is it out? But is it out of business? I did not say that. <laughs> um, but yeah. So it looks like uh, XFL. Unfortunately, he just can't. He just can't win, can he? With the XFL. Um, I don't what get the, like, I I don't get the first time that he tried to do the XFL because it was bad. The first time that they I, tried to do the XFL, it went terribly. I don't know anything about, I only found out that the original XFL existed whenever the new XFL became. Oh thing. no, I knew about, I watched the XFL for a couple ma- well, of a couple games. Of course you did. You watched fucking wrestling. And that's the problem because the original XFL, like they had for their first game, they had like the rock do a video and they had Vince McMahon introduce everyone. And they, they like linked it with professional wrestling and they shouldn't have done that because you get the wrestling fans, but who are you trying to appeal to? Like, the wrestling fans don't like football. If we liked football, we would watch football. So you're, you're, you're segmenting your audience because there are wrestling fans who like football. But those, like, they'll either switch between the two or they'll choose one. And if you have an inferior football show... Like you're not gonna bring over the the wrestling fans who kind of like football. You're not gonna bring them over to watch your shittier version of the NFL. <laughs> so you I had mean, they didn't di- diversify enough. I don't know why you go with a name like XFL and then don't do something wacky. I mean, they did it. some they did some stupid shit. Uh, on the original season of the XFL, there's some videos online that document, like, going into the girls' locker room and stuff like that. Well, not not like that. I mean, like, like one team has riot gear, and or something, you know, like we're gonna shoot this this bazooka at you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah, one one team has riot gear and the other team has like, uh, but. Like they have the shields, and then the other team has the uh, the beanbag guns, and uh, you just want got... to see warfare. That's that's just that's <laughs> I, just I don't that's want... not football. I just want a coliseum of people killing each other. <laughs> it's just it's not. Yeah, the XFL was it, it was a bad idea, just because it it was it was poorly conceived. Uh, I guess it it lost a ton of money, 
And then the original XFL died, not because of Vince McMahon giving up, but because NBC, who he had partnered with, gave up. Uh, if you know anything about Vince McMahon, he does not quit. He held WrestleMania with zero fans. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's it's good on him. I mean, you know, he 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 did it. I mean, it wasn't honestly, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, I've seen I've seen lots of uh, Impact Wrestling, which is really really bad sometimes. Uh, the last line here, it says, the XFL is the second spring football league in as many years to suspend operations before completing its first and final season, albeit for much different reasons. The Alliance of American Football, which I did not know about, ran out of money in 2019 and closed after eight weeks of play. The XFL might be the first pro sports league to fall victim to the economic crisis caused by the global pandemic. So, uh, we're, unfortunately, we have to stick with watching, um, regular old NFL. Oh, wait, neither of us do that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, if you, if you hadn't gathered from listening to this podcast for four years, uh, we're not really in big into the sports here at the Reading Entertainment Podcast. I know Connor likes a uh, jujitsu and that's about it. Anyway, uh, I think that's our show for the day. I want to thank you, Aroa. Huh? Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah, I yeah, no other, yeah. there's like no uh, stories lately. Oh, like, wait, uh, Stadia, Stadia Pro is free. I don't care. Don't you want to play Stadia Pro? I don't hate myself. <laughs> thank you for being here, Aroa. No problem. I will be here next week. Uh, thank you all for listening. Anybody new that's listening to this, make sure you uh, follow uh, on your iTunes or Spotify or whatever you use to listen to podcast. Also, uh, if you're on iTunes, give us a give us a review. Say you know how how much you liked us, and say Reeton is the best host ever, or Aroa should be replaced. Good good reviews like that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Goodbye. See you next week. One out of five stars.